Welcome to LastWeekend.net for the week ending November 28th, 2020. Last week was a holiday week, so things will be lighter than usual. Matthew Jones talks about expressions, lambdas, and delegates in simple terms. Lambdas were one of the hardest concepts for me to learn, and 12 years later, I'm really glad I did. Now, at the time, there weren't simple explanations like this blog post provides. We're all better off that it's there. Now, I still don't use Funk T and Action T to the extent I've seen other code bases, but that's because I don't want the maintenance programmer to hunt me down. Why does JavaScript use 0 as January and 11 to denote December? That's a good f- question. The good news is, Halil Wayne dove into old Unix systems to find the answer. If you don't follow Hillel's work, you should. David Fowler deep dives into the ASP.NET Core architecture. This is an incredible deep, and I mean deep, dive into the reasons why ASP.NET Core behaves the way it does. And he provides a nice history of where we came from and reminds me that we need a really good MVC framework for ASP.NET Core, but we're probably never going to get it. Do you write NuGet packages? If so, you should know about NuGet Package Explorer. Also, it can help you find incorrect configurations for your packages. Do you want to use C-sharp 9 in your Xamarin projects? James Montemagno tells you how. For most of us, we're still waiting for .NET 6 MAUI to unify the runtimes. Dave A. Brock shows you how to isolate and test your service dependencies in Blazor. Now, this blog post addresses one of my chief concerns about Blazor, and it's good that people are minding the testing store. Visual Studio for Mac 8.8 now supports NuGet 5.8. The dirty secret about Visual Studio for Mac is that it's mono-developed reskinned, and it's got a long way to go to match the power of Visual Studio for Windows. But I'm glad Microsoft is putting the effort into a Mac client. Do you like DB.NET, WinForms, and .NET 5? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and good. Kidding aside, WinForms is still the way to build a line of business desktop application. And chances are, if your business is at least 20 years old, you still have a lot of internal applications written in at least one of the three. Anyway, this blog post goes into how you can use all three together in .NET 5. Versioning your .NET code does not have to suck. Just repeat that until it doesn't suck anymore. Or you can use this package. It's called nerdbank.gitversioning. And how many times have you created a custom build script to version your releases? Do you use Git? Do you want to stop writing custom code to do this thing that should have been available out of the box? Well, Andrew Arnott has your back. Microsoft wants to make sure your employer knows when you're working and when you're slacking off. Microsoft has added a feature to Office 365 that allows your business to calculate productivity scores for your, quote, team members. Now, there's no word as to whether or not it compensates for the productivity loss from Microsoft's own terrible UI choices. Emo Lamdworth, PM on the .NET team, makes a funny joke about Microsoft naming. Quote, people still complain about the .NET core naming. Just keep in mind it's named by Microsoft, so it's a miracle we didn't call it .NET Framework without app domains, 
remoting, and most of WCF, but for multiple operating systems, as long as you promise to run your cloud on Azure. Yeah, that about sums it up. How to implement CSS isolation in .NET 5's Blazor. Now you now get, with the advent of .NET 5's Blazor, CSS isolation. What that really means is that you can now have CSS scoped to a component, just like you would in Angular and probably other spas. This is a fundamental feature for spas. I'm really surprised it wasn't in version 1.0. Do you have assembly version conflicts? Trick question? We all do. Good news is there's an in-depth blog post that will help you resolve these issues and restore your sanity. We like to call that a win-win. Andrew Locke has a preview from his new book about how to apply the MVC design pattern to Razor Pages. There's a bit of shoehorning going on here, but let's go with it. Scott Hanselman shows you how to create a self-contained deployment with single file, publish, and win forms on .NET 5. This is crucial for desktop applications, and it's, it's really far overdue. Uh, I really do hope this kindles interest in people building desktop applications again. There's a breaking change with .NET 5 and VB.NET that will cause you problems if you run into it. Be careful if you use VB.NET's dot question mark operator or greater than and and also. And my apologies to you if you're listening to this instead of reading it. There's a comic about debugging tactics and how often we use them uh, that was shared by Richard Campbell. Now, for some reason, the Balmer Peak wasn't listed. I consider this an error. And that's what happened last week in .NET. It was the American Thanksgiving holiday, and I hope you and yours enjoyed it. My name is George Stalker, and I help teams improve their productivity through test-driven development. If you're interested in learning how I do that, let's go to, if you're interested in learning more, go to www.doubleyourproductivity.io. And I'll see you next week.